Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos, C-H-A-O-S, critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. All right, here we go. Another episode of Full Count Chaos. What's happening? Thank you very much for tuning in. We are getting closer every day, every hour, every week, closer to the 2022 Orioles season, which I know a few weeks ago, we weren't even sure if it was going to happen. So we're excited, right? Get ready for another shit show. I think a lot of people are talking about the pitching, but again, we don't know. It's, it's tough to base what we're going to see on spring training. But at the same time, it's what we have to judge what we might see. And I don't know. So far, you know, the Orioles have pulled out some wins. And again, mainly the fans are are mostly worried about pitching like I am. I mean, hopefully down the road here coming up like Rodriguez and Hall. And we've seen guys like Kyle Bradish having a pretty decent spring training. But again, you just keep saying, well, it's spring training. Let's wait to see what happens when the season starts. But the other day I saw someone retweet. I think it was a. Uh, Someone retweeted Camden chat, or maybe I just saw Camden chat's tweet. I don't know, but it says the, uh, and again, the pitching has calmed down a little though, past 48 to 72 hours. It says eight games in a spring training. The Orioles have allowed seven plus runs five times. Nothing counts yet, but we're two weeks away from when it does. And it's going to be a lot of these same guys. And I think that's what a lot of concerns are, which we will get into in just a little bit about the pitching, but it's nice to see guys like Wells and Bradish putting on a little bit of a show here and there. John means, you know, hey, he's our guy. He's our ace right now. He's just got to chill out with giving up the home runs. Just makes you nervous. He gave up 30 last year. I think it was 145 innings pitched. He's going to keep working on that, but he's our guy. We all love means. And he will be the opening pitcher for 2022 season. And of course, we're going to talk about Trey Mancini and the trade rumors and going to ARB, you know, give my opinion on it. That's all happening right now. Ugh. So a lot of drama is getting stirred up in the Orioles world and the Orioles universe with the fans as if there weren't already drama getting thrown around. But again, hit me up. Love hearing from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. A uh, good amount of emails came in. I appreciate that. Um, also want to know, you know, you going to uh, opening day. What are your plans? It's an all day party. And, of course, Orioles cut 13 players this weekend, and Grayson and Banning was part of the 13. People are going, what? They got rid of Grayson? That's it. I'm done. I, I can't stand this, Michael Ice. He'll be back. He'll be back. I get it. I I mean, that that I'm okay with that. I mean, give him some more time. He's never pitched in AAA. I mean, shit. <laughs> Is he, compared to the pitchers that they have now, yeah, fucking bring him up. Let's go. But whatever. I, I, I get why they're taking it easy with him. You know, they're, they're trying to figure out a shit show on who's playing what and who's going to make the team and try to see what they can see in the time that they have. And, of course, the stomach bugs going around the Orioles clubhouse the other day. That wasn't good because, you know, you need to see all your every inning, every pitch, every play, everything counts. They don't have much time. So that fucking blew. I had a stomach bug last week. Holy shit. It was food poisoning. My wife almost took me to the hospital. I was throwing up like every eight minutes, ten minutes. Had bad sushi. Ooh, saying that word, well, ugh, back of my throat's watering right now. Oof. Uh, I lost like five pounds in 24 hours. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get it. You know, I'm <laughs> going to the gym every day, running, jogging, 
working outside and, you know, sometimes I'll gain a pound at the end of the week. I'm like, what the fuck? A little food poisoning, five pounds. All right. I'm not going to be mad at that. But that was rough. That sucked ass. But, uh, you know, pitching is a big concern right now. A lot of people hoping for Tyler Wells to be a starter because he's putting on a show like Kyle Bradish. That's another name people are talking about. Tyler Wells, I mean, look, for someone who's not used to throwing 80 to 100 pitches, you know, four to seven innings in one day, that's a big step. But again, you know, pitching is definitely a hot topic that everyone's talking about, especially with the Orioles. So again, a lot to go over, some emails, talk about Trey Mancini, more of the pitching, all that fun shit. Want to hear from you guys. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter, at Full Count Chaos. Again, uh, head to the website if you want, FullCountChaos.com. You can subscribe there, prior uh, episodes, all that good shit. All right, real quick, just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, movies and TV shows that I've watched that I'd like to give you guys a heads up on, on to stay away from or uh, uh, check them out. Let's see. So I saw Batman in the theater. The first 30 to 45 minutes, no, maybe I'll say about first 35 minutes, I was like, damn, this shit is right. It almost reminded me of the movie Seven with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. It just had that eerie fucking vibe to it. It was awesome. And I'm like, this, this is a good dark Batman movie. And then all of a sudden, the next two hours, they turn it into like this love movie. I Look, if Batman and Catwoman like each other, just have them, you know, a little bit of foreplay or have them flirt and kiss and then move on. We'll all get it. We'll all go, okay, they like each other. Let's move on. I don't know. I felt it could have been an hour and a half movie, maybe even an hour and 15, and it could have been over. It was almost a three-hour movie. I don't know. It ruined it for me. I just know the first half hour, maybe 45 minutes, I'm like, this is this is some eerie good shit. And I don't know, it just shit the bed for me. I see some people when they see it, it's it's the greatest Batman they've ever seen. Gotta disagree with that. Uh, I saw the latest Scream movie. <laughs> My wife and I were just fucking bored as shit. And we are fans of horror movies. We love horror movies. And the original Scream, it was good. All the other Screams after that just shit the bed completely. The latest one... It shit the bed. It wasn't good writing. It was written by like a bunch of 15-year-old kids, in my opinion. But I do have to give them props that finally you're making a movie about psychotic people running around with a knife, stabbing people. And it was always just like PG stabbings. It got pretty pretty gory in this one, in the, in the latest Scream. So I got to give it to them. They finally, you know, a movie about somebody killing people with a knife. <laughs> they... They actually did a good job on the killings. It got pretty gruesome. So, But that was about it. I, I don't even know what to say about Scream. It, it wasn't good. Uh, the one show I will say that you should check out if you have HBO or HBO Max is Winning Time. Fucking love it. I'm addicted to it. But unfortunately, you have to wait. It's not like streaming where it, everything just up, all the episodes upload. You got to wait week, week after week. I've noticed a lot of streaming services have been doing that lately. And it bothers the shit out of me. But it's about the uh, uh, John C. Riley. Uh, he st- he steals a show. I love John C. Riley, but he plays uh, what's his name, Doctor Jerry Buss. It follows about when he bought the Lakers back in the early '80s, and Magic Johnson came on the the team. And it was just it's just a great the way that they they shoot the the show. It, it makes it look like you you are watching like an old '80s movie TV show. I, I don't know. They do a great job the way they produced it, but I love it. And I, I'm a huge fan of John C. Riley, and I just found out the other day that apparently Will Ferrell want, really wanted that role, and when he didn't get it, he put up like a 
he threw like a little tantrum. I heard some, or I was reading some rumor that he did not take that lightly. He was pissed. And then here he goes. One of his best friends, John C. Riley, gets the role. So I would check that out. Um, and everyone tells me to watch Yellowstone. Everybody I talk to. So I got to start watching that. Um, give that a try. But yeah, if you know any TV movies, shows, anything you're watching, you'd like to fill me in on or any other listener, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. All right, let me get to uh, some emails right here. Uh, this email is from Joe. Hey, Nate, I was definitely one of those fans screaming about how I will never, ever watch the Orioles and baseball again if the lockout continues. After all the anger and rage I had towards the millionaires versus the billionaires 2022, I was so excited when the announcement was made. All the rage went away so fast. You are so right when you made the example of the ex-girlfriend calling back after talking shit about her and falling right back in love with her. That's exactly what happened when baseball came back. I admit I was all bark, no bite. That's from Joe. Appreciate the email. Yeah, I was talking last week. I, you know, or a couple weeks ago. People were just like, I, I'm not never watching baseball. I, I don't want anything to do with it. This is it. The straw that broke the camel's back. I don't want anything to do with it. And then, of course, you know, when the announcements made, those same people were saying, hey, I can't wait. I got opening day tickets. It's like, wait a minute. So I was just curious. I didn't know if anyone out there actually is sticking with it. And like I said last time, I assume that if you are, you're not tuned into a baseball podcast. But I think it was cool. Joe wrote in. He admitted. He said, yeah, all bark, no bite. You know, he said, screw this. I'm never watching baseball again. And then and then you get excited. And the example I gave last time, it's like an ex-girlfriend. Screw her. I don't like her. I didn't like her anyway. Bad breath, all that crap. And then she calls you back and says, I want to get back together. And you're like, hell yeah. Before you know it, you're married. It's cool to say those things. You know, you, you sound like, yeah, I'm fuck baseball. I'm I'm done. People are like, oh, ooh, he's he's with it. You hear him? He, he means business. But the only example I can think of is what would slow it down of me watching sports is if something crazy happened where they started charging just a a, a ridiculous amount of money. They're charging you to watch their games like on TV or an app. I mean, just ridiculous amount of money, which hell, you know, I say would never happen, but who knows these days with how everything's moving along with streaming services and all that good shit. But, uh, but even if that happened, I'm sure I work my way around it. Like I do (laughs) with the uh, sports app I have right now, where I can watch everything for free. So I'm sure I'd figure it out. But even if that, the the app that I use, if that shut down, I don't know. It'd have to be, I guess money would really be the only thing that would just cause me to, to slow down on watching sports. But even then, I probably would fork up the money. But Joe, I appreciate the email. Appreciate the honesty. <laughs> All bark, no bite. All right, uh, I got an email from Trey. I was asking about Paul McCartney, the concert coming up at Camden Yards, if anybody was going to that. Uh, Trey writes in, he says, I will be one of the many McCartney fans singing along with Sir Paul, June 12th in Camden Yards. And he put in parentheses uh, in a Baltimore accent, going down Baltimore to watch Paul McCartney. (laughs) He says, two tickets for $1,200 left field. Yeah, I did see uh, ticket prices, a little pricey. Uh, Trey says, should be pretty wild watching McCartney while tripping my ass off on mushrooms. He says, a couple drinks and a couple stems and caps should do the trick. Will be the most excitement Camden Yards has seen in a very long time. Appreciate the email, Trey. 
My man says some stems and caps and a couple drinks and he'll be good to go. I don't know, man. Why would you want to trip your balls off around 50,000 people? I would always think, you know, when you take shrimps, you want to just like mellow out, just kind of hang out, make sure the scene around you is, is at a, a, your level. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I guess the mushrooms and drinking <laughs> and you'll be in the emergency room. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I was reading this email just thinking like, God dang. I mean, taking mushrooms enough, you got to just, you know, be at a good level, head level. But being around that many people, yeah, I mean, more power to you. It sounds like a good time. Uh, but Trey, yeah, he's definitely going $1,200 for two tickets. I mean, I'm I'm hearing those prices. I'm sure, you know, the closer you get, I'm going to, you know, 1000 per ticket and just goes up and up because it's the only way musicians can really make their money these days. But uh, 1200 for two tickets left field. Sounds about right. Anyway, so <laughs> Trey's tripping his ass off at Paul McCartney, having a good time. I got one more email from Kevin. He writes in. He says, uh, it's kind of expected route for the O's offseason with making minimal signings. His Correa would have been a good, good get. But I think they are a year away from filling in the pieces with MLB-ready talent. I think the AL East is very strong this season. Oh, hell yeah. He says, so that could be rough. But I love after this season less division games and playing every team every season. Looking forward to your 2022 content as we watch this team and try to compete. Appreciate the email, Kevin. Yeah, Correa, of course. That would have been an interesting signing, but I think Kevin's spot on with, you know, just another year before Elias and the boys decide to fill in some of the pieces. Of course, we'd love to see that now, but I think Kevin is bringing it down to reality and being realistic and saying, yeah, I think we're about a year or so away for the MLB talent of the, the big signings. And, man, he's not kidding. The AL East is very strong. It's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. Maybe after this season, depending on how bad the beatdown is, maybe Elias will be like, shit, let's uh, let's get this train moving a little faster with calling up these guys. And I agree with Kevin as well, how he talks about, he says, um, he's all aboard with playing every team every season and less division games. Well, fuck yeah, when you're in the American League East. <laughs> Anything can help when you have to play your uh, division teams less. But I like that. I like how the uh, new layout is. You get to see every team. And that's it's huge for fans who now get to see teams and players they would otherwise see once, you know, what, every three years or so. I love that. I'm all aboard for that. So I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, with Kevin excited about that as well. But I think I was more excited that way we don't have to play uh so many games against you know the the big bad blue jays and the rays and the yankees and the i mean shit every fucking team in that division but that's why we have elias because uh, apparently he's making some moves where it's not going to be a problem playing those teams much longer all right so i appreciate all the emails again full count chaos at gmail.com it always means a lot when you guys get involved and talk about demos all right, Trey Mancini was definitely a name that came up in conversation. If you're talking Orioles baseball, uh, I want to get your opinion. I'm going to give my opinion. I want to get your opinion. Go over that here in just a second. Uh, let's take about 30 seconds. Athleticgreens.com. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. I could have used this last week, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, 
Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, I just want to add this before we move forward. Uh, Diaz is definitely a name that uh, people are talking about. Again, it's spring training. Now, a lot of people roll their eyes. I've had people write into the show who roll their eyes about spring training, even though they're huge fans. But I, I just want to add this. Uh, OPS, this spring. Uh, Diaz, 1.185. Ryland Bannon, 1.065. Manny Machado, 0.572. It's funny. On Twitter, everyone's like, woo, Orioles won that trade. <laughs> Uh, I love spring training. Diaz, he's four for 13, two doubles, a home run, three walks, a couple strikeouts so far. You know, it doesn't mean a freaking thing, but that's all we have right now. You know, and last year he battled with injuries and only played 65 games, which didn't exactly help his argument with being ready with the 498 OPS. But look at Diaz go. He's ready. He's obviously making a statement. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Let's get this fucking show on the road. All right, uh, Trey Mancini, we all love him. I love him. You love him. All of Baltimore loves him. Everybody loves him. Trey Mancini, for God's sakes. Look, I'll be the first guy to say it's just business, all right? But this, it's just a different vibe. If you didn't hear, you know, rumors about Trey being traded and, and then they, uh, the Orioles, they, they couldn't come to an agreement with Trey. And you're like, wait a minute, they're only like $700,000 difference. Why, why aren't the Orioles just working with them? It got a lot of people irritated. And like I say, normally I'm the first guy in line to be like, guys, it's just business. Relax. You know, not only do Oriole fans not have much to cheer for these days, though, this is where I'm coming from. You know, that may change in the next year or two. But for fuck's sake, Trey Mancini is a goddamn hero. And a Baltimore icon who should be wearing an Orioles jersey reminding everyone how proud he is to be an Oriole. You know what I mean? I mean, every team, every year, we get it. There's fans bitching and complaining about their favorite player getting traded. That's when you, you know, you normally say, hey, kid, it's just business. That's baseball. Now quit your crying. Go wash up for dinner. Mom made meatloaf. Hey, I don't want to hear it. Go wash up. But Trey is the face of the team. For many reasons, on and off the field. But what kind of message would this be sending out there to fans and, and even other players around the league? If their message is, hey, it doesn't matter who you are or what you give or how much we love you, blah, blah, blah. It's just business. Okay. Not every player and every fan's going to take it that way. And that's why I'm saying I, I'm normally right there with you about that. But this is just a different situation, different vibe. I saw a tweet the other night reminding me uh, he's the last guy from the Orioles winning baseball <laughs> from the 2016 team. Of course, that would be another cool reason that, hey, let's keep him, you know, but I think there are plenty other reasons that we can go with of why, hey, the Orioles need to hang on to him. Also, because he's a veteran and we need a guy like him in the clubhouse to help these young guys up. I've said it before. That's why I was upset when they got rid of Adam. I thought Adam would, would have just been a perfect guy to have in the clubhouse while these young kids are coming up and to, you know, steer them in the right direction and whatever advice and help them through the, the growing pains. 
So Trey would definitely be one of those guys as well. Also, the Orioles aren't exactly spending money on other huge contracts that would make them second guess. Okay, one more 15 to $20 million extension. The veteran vibe in the clubhouse to help with these young guys. You know, everyone loves them around the clubhouse. Anyone who's played with the Orioles, they all love them. Coaches, managers, players, they, they, they adore them. And then he fights and fights and fights and fights pertaining to health. And, you know, I guess the Orioles are going, well, that's just, that's just business, kid. Pat on the butt, and that's it. Also, what, what are the Orioles truly going to get for him? You know what I mean? A couple of mid-tier prospects. I'm just saying it's insulting that you have to go to arbitration with Trey over the amount of money of, of where you guys are. But fuck it. Give him another year or two extension. You know, I, I know he's not exactly a five-tool guy, limited defensively, blah, 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 blah. You know, Mountcastle's here. We don't need Trey anymore. Elias is probably thinking, all right, it's time to move on. But I, I don't know. Hopefully he'll put the brakes on and just think about this. It's whatever. Again, it's business. It's just a bad look no matter how you spin it. It sucks. It really does. It's a very, it's a really bad look. Ah, well. You know, more people are, are focused on uh, just winning and losing. They don't care. Well, if Trey's here, he's here. If he's not, he's not. I just want the Orioles to win more games. And that starts with pitching. So, again, I'd love to hear your advice, your opinion on um, your advice. Yeah, call, call Michael Hyatt. Give your advice on how the situation is. Uh, your opinion, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. How do you feel about how the Orioles are handling the situation, the contract, and everything with Trey Mancini? Do you feel he should be part of the future? Should he continue to stay with the Orioles as they uh, hopefully are getting better here? And one of the ways getting better is pitching. That we need, you know, hopefully the Orioles will win more is pitching, of course. Uh, Concern, man. A lot of concerns about pitching with the Orioles. Uh, Especially knowing how stacked the East is. Oh, my God. Anyway, pitching, huge concern. Look, after John Means and Jordan Lyles... Probably, what, Zimmerman, number three? Even though it's concerning watching him. Look, he's never pitched beyond fifth inning. Eight of those outings of his 13 starts last year. So there's that. (laughs) You know, the confidence pertaining to this pitching. I know a lot of people really want want to see Grayson, Rodriguez, and Hall. Yeah, we're going to see him. We are. It's not like they they just got let go and we found out the Brewers picked him up. We're going to see Grayson Rodriguez come up and pitch. Now, if he can uh, start and also pitch out of the bullpen, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great, Grayson. How do you feel about that? I was a little surprised Elias didn't pick up another pitcher for the rotation. I was. I, I thought maybe they drop a little extra cash in on a pretty decent number three, even maybe a number two, and tell Lyles, hey, just you're going to be our number three or four guy. Bradish and uh, Wells, of course, looks pretty good. But until the actual season starts, hard to tell whether someone will be the right fit. Now, we did get to see Grayson Rodriguez pitch. That was cool. He came up last week as his first start. He struck out the first battery face, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, here we go. I think that was the most retweeted video for an Orioles <laughs> spring training highlight that I've ever seen. I mean, that Grayson Rodriguez video of showing him uh, striking out the first battery faced. Just was everywhere. Uh, but then, you know, got two ground outs for a nine-pitch frame, and then boom, done. After that, he let up some runs. But who gives a shit because they don't count, and it's spring training. So that was cool. 
to see uh, Grayson Rodriguez get out there and the first batter he faces just woof. He's got some heat behind those pitches. Again, Kyle Bradish is opening up a lot of people's eyes and curiosity. Of course, uh, he was from the Brady, uh, Brady, Bundy trade. Still got Tom Brady on the mind. Started Wednesday, last Wednesday night, two scoreless innings. Hyde was like, uh, you want to play with the big boys? Well, here's the Yankees starting lineup that you're going to see during the real season. And Bradish was like, all right, I don't give a shit. Give me the ball. 25 years old, held the Yankees scoreless over two innings. Two innings pitch, two strikeouts, one walk, one hit. He's like, bring it. I don't care. Spring training or not, he was facing the big boys on that Yankees lineup. So good for him. So look. There's some uh, some light at the end of this tunnel, this dramatic tunnel that we've been watching. Uh, the spring training games, what was it? Uh, all the days are starting to combine together. Richie Martin, he I like him. He's he's impressing me. He got another RBI double Tuesday against the Pirates. Then on Saturday he hit a three run double. And I've said on here about I've always been a fan of his, and I hope the bat comes together because if he can start getting that bat rolling. Yeah, he's going to be a fun player to watch, but it's just, you know, how much time does he have left to prove what he can do here? Uh, John Means, first outing, seven outs, five hits, four runs, three of them earned. You know, I just, John Means with the home runs, hopefully that that calms down. But, uh, he, you know, when he's on, he's one of the best we've seen. He pitched a fucking no-hitter. <laughs> but when he's off, ugh. Uh, also on Tuesday, Bannon had a day with a home run RBI single. That was cool to see. Uh, Orioles total 16 hits, 10 runs on Tuesday. So they were just beating the shit out of the ball. Uh, Wednesday, we got to see Ballman. Uh, he came out, gave up two home runs before you could finish clearing your throat. <laughs> before you know, oh, that's the Orioles play. Boom. See ya. Boom. See ya. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dylan Tate, who... A couple weeks ago, I talked about he's one of the players that I'm excited to see coming out of the bullpen. I think he's going to do fairly well this season. I read a tweet the other day. It said uh, Dylan Tate, talking about his sinker, had a vertical break of 30 inches. It was averaged at 25.3 inches in 2021. And the tweet says, in fact, so far tonight, he's averaged at 29 inches of vertical break with his sinker. Pretty good. So there you go. Dylan Tate working on what he can to be a better pitcher. That was, uh, damn. I always want to give people credit for tweets. God damn it. I thought I had that. Forgot who tweeted that out. So, yeah, Dylan Tate, he had a good night the other night. That was good to see because, he again, boy, do we need our uh, bullpen helping out here. Uh, what else do we have going on with the spring training? I don't know. Orioles, Thursday, last Thursday, it was cool to see the Orioles beat the Red. Any time they beat the uh, Red Sox, whether it's spring training or, or what. It's good to see. Uh, Zimmerman came out letting up a leadoff home run. <laughs> oh, man. It's like all I can do is laugh when I see our pitchers just giving up home runs and shit in the bed. Uh, whatever. He doesn't seem to be a guy who wants anything to do with being in the rotation. I I, I don't know. It's just it's a mean thing to say, but it's just so frustrating. And then Ryan McKenna, spring training, it, it's always fun. It, it's just a odd time to watch baseball and to play it. You know, he's hitting three run home runs uh, and, and good for McKenna, but he just comes up and completely destroys the ball. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle, Urias also hit home runs that same day. I just can't say enough about Mountcastle. He's going to definitely hit 40 home runs this season. He's got that swagger. 
Uh, last Friday, O's, what they do? Gave Rays their first spring um, spring training win, lost four to nine. Again, Richie Martin hitting the ball again, getting RBIs. Uh, Chris Ellis giving up grand slams. I don't know. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Orioles pitching. It's always going to give us diarrhea and nightmares, but hopefully that's coming to an end. Again, I want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Just so you know, today's episode is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community, not sure if you know about this, that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. Rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or check them out on Instagram at sportsdrink, Twitter at sportsdrink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you and try not to let the funk out. So check them out, Sports Drink Network. Sports Drink Network. Good shit. Good stuff. They got a lot of good content. Who mine on there? So I want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time. See